then I choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Okay. Yo, 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 yo. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking Kel's Podcast, episode 330. So, um, I don't know. I'll give my usual, uh preamble i'm really though honestly not sure how long this is gonna be it might be long might be short don't really know depends on how long i feel like talking on some of these things so let's just jump on into it the eagles lost the super bowl we are the nfc champions we are not the super bowl champions um it was a bitter defeat still stings a little bit but you know look we'll be all right the future is bright. We have a strong team. I'm not going to say too much on it. I did think we were going to win, though. I put it like this. If y'all been listening to this all season, all, all for a while now, y'all know I, I've been saying all this season that the Eagles' only losses come when they beat themselves, when they make mistakes and they don't play their best. And we waited to the Super Bowl to have one of those games because going into that second half, um, you know, Andy Reid, Went into the second half and said, look, y'all might be the champions of 2017. Y'all might be the champions of 2023, 24. I don't know. Y'all might be them next year, year after that. But the year you ain't going to be them is this one. And that man went back in there at halftime and drew up a second half to come back and beat us. And what our uh, team, uh, I don't know what we did when we went back there. I think we might have been watching Rihanna or something because... Um, we came out there and made zero adjustments. And, you know, I'm not going to say nothing about that fucking call, that holding call. This is what I will say. Um, he held the man. Um, look, I, I don't, I just, I'm not a, per, I don't like, I'm not no big pro athlete, but I did play sports, div, Division One in high school and all of that. And I just don't like people whining about calls unless it is really egregious. No one call is costing you the game. It's just not. There's a and and bad calls, no calls, that's part of the game. I promise you, whatever that one call was that he missed, it was another call that was made up somewhere. I will say this though, watching that game, I mean, for I was like, do do these refs got money on the Chiefs winning? Because not not saying the fix was in, but like it, it, that call. Look, he made the call. People was like, oh, he should. My thing is this: you can't say, oh yeah, he shouldn't have called that so that they could go back down and we could have a surprise finish. What? That's not fucking sports. You don't orchestrate. The game is what it is. This, this is what annoyed me about that. You must, the games, listen, it's so much about football that sucks now just because of shit like that. Because people whining about the Super Bowl being born or people whining about it not being enough score. Look, the game is what it is. And you can't start, when you start messing with rules to make the game more pleasing to these whiny ass fans is why nobody knows what a reception fucking is now okay for years and years and years you catch the ball with control you take two steps that's a catch but no 
two, somebody's team lost in the game where the, they caught the ball, but the ball moved a little bit, or, well, you should have to turn around and, and run five yards and jump in your car before it's like, just whining about shit because they don't like the ending of the game, and now nobody knows what a fucking reception is. I don't understand this football move. People act like, oh, he didn't make a football move. Y'all are, y'all, nobody knows, you don't know what you're talking about. Nobody knows what the fuck football move is. Please give me a fucking break. If the receiver catches the ball, boom, catches it. One foot down, two feet down, with control of the ball, that is a catch on God's whole globe. Okay, it's a catch in soccer, it's a catch in baseball, it's a catch in, 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 I don't know, fucking tennis, whatever the fuck sport is played with a ball, if you catch a goddamn ball in your hand, and you take one, two steps, you have caught the fucking ball, an incomplete pass is when you get the ball, and before you can even move, it's knocked out of your hands, or you catch the ball, but you know, you don't get both your feet in bounds, or you bobbling it the whole time until somebody knocks it out, everybody knows that that's not a catch, we don't count that as a catch, in regular catch on the street with James and Tommy, if James throws Tommy the football on the fucking street and Tommy is bobbling with his hands, Tommy could be bobbling that ball all the way till he gets to wherever the sewer cap touchdown line is. As long as he gets control of that ball with his feet and 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 control of his body with that feet, so you know. Boom, finally got control, one, two, passes that sewer line, that's a fucking touchdown. That's a catch and that's a touchdown, and it's been a touchdown since everybody been playing football everywhere. I don't understand all these fucking new rules. Now, last, the, the, the um, game against uh, of the 49ers, okay, Devonta didn't catch that ball, fine. But this reception, I'm sorry, he caught the ball with two feet. He landed... Yes, the ball did hit the ground, but his arm was underneath it. The rule is if your arm is underneath the ball, it's a, it's a catch. As long as the ball itself is not, when you come down, the ball cannot come down on the ground. You have to, that's the, the week before, that's what happened. When he caught the ball, he, the ball came down on the ground, so his arm was not under it. Fine. But this one, his arm was under it. Not only was his ball arm under it, the man rolled around with control of the ball. They said that wasn't a catch. Fine. The, 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 the play that really killed us when, when Jalen um, fumbled the ball, that was a face mask. They didn't call it. To me, that's the play that killed us because if not for that play, everything else that happened again, we still win that game. That, that, that score killed us because we would have been up 14 to nothing and then they would have been trying to catch up. Um, you know, Andy Reid went back. So, so basically what came back to haunt, if you, I've been watching the Eagles all season. Clearly y'all haven't because the commentary on us been crazy. But the problems that we were having in the middle of the season where teams were able to just run on us and, and take advantage of that soft, lax defense that Jonathan Gannon had all the way down the field until they score came back to haunt us because Andy Reid, I was watching somebody's um, tweets on Twitter, and they showed that they watched the Jacksonville game, and that touchdown play they killed us on back-to-back the same play, um, Doug got us with that in the Jaguar game, and Andy just went back and did it, and Jonathan Gannon makes no adjustments. We've been complaining about this. It's just that the other teams we've been playing, we've just been so much better than. The Chiefs, you know, they we want, you know, they a good team. And they a team where you can't be fumbling the ball for six points. You can't be dropping passes like um who was that? It wasn't Gardner, it was um Boston Scott. Come on, man. You can't that 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 ball was thrown perfectly. That was a score. So we just waited to the Super Bowl to have the worst game. Jonathan Gannon made no um adjustments. I thought, I mean, I thought Shane. 
I, 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 we got outplayed and we got outcoached, but defense more than offense. I mean, because look, Andy Reid knew that he could not leave us any time because so that's why he played the game the way he played it. Cause if he had given up, if we had two minutes to get down, we was going to score. And I think Andy, I think Andy knew that. And so that's why he played it the way he did. I'm not going to blame. We didn't lose a game because of that call. He, oh, you shouldn't do that and, and interrupt the fold again. He, he held the man. Did it change? My, my thing is it really didn't have any effect on the play. So I get that argument. Like, why are you calling a, a play that really did not? I mean, he wasn't going to catch that ball. The ball was thrown way out of bounds. He was never going to catch that. That that little hole had no effect on the play. But, you know, he called it. It's a lot of stuff he didn't call. Maybe he should have. I feel like, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to complain. I feel like we will be back. I feel like our future is bright. I feel like we're going to re-sign Jalen. And um, I'm not sad to see Jonathan Gannon go. Um, Nick Sirianni gave an a, a interview the week before the Super Bowl. He was saying he don't understand how people – now you understand, Nick, because we've been watching that same shit all season, getting ate up like that. That Colts game shouldn't have been that close. A lot of these games were closer than they should have been because – uh, that soft-ass defense, and he. This is not the first time that he has come into us and not made any adjustments, and teams start taking advantage. Oh, you okay? You 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 worried about the long ball, but you gonna give us a whole middle of the field and eating us up in the middle of the field and getting that like he. This not the first time, and the, and so, um, you know, I. It's like I, I can't. We can't make no. They we got beat. They beat us. The Chiefs, you know, look, when you win the Super Bowl, the team on the other side is very good, too. You know what I mean? Like, don't no bumps make it to the Super Bowl. So, if you 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 know, we got our coach. Andy Reid, uh, this is not his first rodeo. This is Nick Sirianni's first Super Bowl. This was Shane and Jonathan Gannon's first Super Bowl. This is not. This was not Andy Reid's first Super Bowl. So, they got schooled a little bit. I think Nick learned. Um, and I think, you know, we're going to come back stronger. Um, everybody was complaining. Shout out to um, Chris Stapleton for that dope ass um, national anthem. Look, there's three versions of the national anthem. National anthem that stand out as excellent. Everybody knows Whitney Houston is, you know, the one. But Marvin Gaye at the 19, I think 83 or 84, don't remember which year, um, NBA All Star game. And now this one. I mean, Chris, they need to release that as a single because he he sang that thing down. Um, but um, Nick Sirianni was crying. You people, I be swearing, people be y'all. People are remedial or slow or something because right before the man said the song, they said, yes, Nick Sirianni used to listen to Whitney Houston sing the Star Spangled Banner and he would, you know, to one day hope to get to the Super Bowl. And he would just listen to that and imagine himself on the, soup, on, the, on the sidelines coaching in the Super Bowl. So when this song started playing, he starts crying. Everybody on Twitter, he crying like that for the national anthem? Like, are y'all, what the man just fucking said, why he's crying. Like, this is how Trump get elected, because motherfucking, like, we're, he just said it. He just fucking said it on the fucking TV right before the man played the fucking song. Anyway... That's all I'm going to say on that. I'm very proud of us. I think we're a good team. I think we got outplayed that game. There's just no other way to put it. I think all you other teams that's talking shit need to shut the fuck up because we beat every single one of y'all, and both teams on that field, the Chiefs and us, were better than every single one of y'all. Not None of y'all would have beat us regardless. It took the fucking Pat Mahomes and, and Andy Reid and the goddamn Chiefs to fucking beat us, not y'all. And we'll see y'all next season when we take the NFC East again. And, and the NFC again. We'll fucking see y'all because we got a quarterback that's a fucking MVP caliber. 
other thing I want to say real quick, fuck y'all and banning the tush push. Who cares? Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles do not convert those third downs because he is getting pushed. If you watch the fucking games, that entire offensive line moves. They did it several times in the goddamn Super Bowl. Moves that entire. We have four Hall of Fame pro bowlers on our offensive line that are moving entire defensive lines back two and three feet. And then we have a quarterback who bench, who uh, leg presses 600 pounds. So somebody putting their hand or their body up against him is not why he's getting those first downs. They're just pushing through the line. Y'all want to ban it? Fine. It's not going to stop us because that's not what they're doing. They're like, oh, well, he gets stopped. And they know he doesn't get stopped. He keeps pushing his legs and pushing his legs and pushing his legs. And that line keeps pushing. And that's how he's getting the first downs. Give like ban it. Fine. It's not gonna make a fucking difference. Oh, they're talking about oh, it's not an athletic play. If it ain't an athletic play, how come none of the other teams can do it? Because the other teams are trying too. They're just not making it. You know why? Because they don't have the offensive line that we do. And the Eagles retain their offensive line coach, and I'm glad. That's all I wanted to say on that. Don't try that shit, man. Oh, they're, they're making get the fuck out of here. They showed every replay of those of those third and fourth and shorts that they were making, and not one time was he pushed. That motherfucker. They showed that one line that was so great. That big mouth motherfucking Jones talking shit ass nigga. They showed fucking Jason Kelsey. No, it wasn't even Kelsey. It was um. Uh, the guy to the left of Kelsey, him and Mylata. They showed Mylata knock that motherfucker back like he was a child, like the Joker. And that gif y'all keep showing, we blowing down the street, knock that nigga dead off the line. It ain't got nothing to do with pushing Jalen Hurts. Okay. So let's stay on the Super Bowl. Um, Rihanna came back. She was magnificent. That was such a good performance. All you motherfuckers talk about is lackluster look. This is all I gotta say. Cl- like, Rihanna's whole listen man I'm sick of you motherfucking Beyonce fans y'all are fucking delusional and fucking annoying okay every art not it's like you don't have to do all that shit she's a great performer that's great okay she puts on a great show that's great you don't have to do all that to have a great performance there are all kind y'all most people when they go to shows, they go to see the artists come out on stage with a little set, maybe little dances, and sing their catalog. Michael Jackson, Beyonce, Janet Jackson, there's certain artists that you get more from that, yes, but most artists, that's what they do. You know why? Because people are coming to see the artists and coming to hear them play their music live. And that's what keep people come for Rihanna for. Rihanna is an artist. She is not a performer. The draw is her. She, I've been to her show. She is magnetizing when she's on that stage. She doesn't have to do all of that shit. She doesn't need to do it. She can get up there and do her what she does and sing because her catalog is fucking amazing. And the way she interprets her songs are, is fucking amazing. And she is just captivating. If you ain't never been to a show, maybe you don't know it. Or maybe she's not for you. That's fine. Maybe you need all of that for it to entertain you. And that's fine. Personally, I get bored with Beyonce. This is no disrespect, but I just think it's funny when people try to put other people down and say, oh, well, when you see Janet, Janet been doing the same thing for 20 years. No, she hasn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Every time Janet does a show, it's different. Beyonce puts the same show on every time. I'm sorry. It's the same 
uh, set up. It's the same dancers, the same dances. Y'all like it great. Just because she changed in the background don't mean it's different. I get bored. Personally, me personally, I get bored with that. I'm not saying it's not great, but like, okay, you know, I, it's only like a few of these songs. I don't like all of this catalog. So once I see the songs that, I, that I've seen in the leotard and the boots and she's doing the dances and she's walking back and forth and then they do the side thing then they do the single ladies dance, all great, all, all wonderful. But at, once I see that, I'm good. I, I'm done. I don't need no more of it. So... You know, everybody's different. Like, Prince don't do all that shit. You ever been to a Prince show? Prince gets on stage, he's captivating. He's magnetizing. And he has a catalog. Billy Joel, um... Um, Elton John, Diana Ross, Diana Ross don't be doing all that shit either. There, there, there's artists they don't need. You don't need to do that just for it to be a performance. That motherfucker was suspended in the fucking air and had all these dancers underneath. That shit was visually stunning. That shit was thought out. Like how is this gonna look fly in the stadium and on TV? I don't know what the fuck y'all are talking about. If that was boring to you, if you didn't see the creativity, if you didn't see the artistry in that then she's just not for you. Go watch somebody else. That's all I can tell you. That's like watching Prince and saying, oh, well, Prince gives a terrible performance because he's not dancing like Michael Jackson. Prince don't need to dance like Michael Jackson. Prince ain't a Michael Jackson-ass nigga, okay? Prince has catalogs. Not saying that Michael Jackson doesn't. Michael Jackson does too. But I'm just saying that's not what Prince gives. Prince gets on stage. He might have some stuff. You know, he'll have a, set, a stage setting. He'll usually have some girl dancing in the background. But he gets up there with his guitar and he performs. And that is perfect. So, you know, Rihanna been in this game for how long? She has one of the best catalogs in music. When you have hits like that, you don't need to bring a guest and you don't need to do all that shit because every time your song drops, niggas are going to go to wild. When when Diamonds drops, niggas are going to go wild. When We Found Love drops, people are going to go wild. Where have you been? She opened with Where Have You Been? Why didn't I think of that? Everybody's like, what song she going to open with? I was like, um... I said hard, because I was like, that's a that's a dope, because you know that Rihanna Rain just don't let up. I was like, she'll probably come back with that. I didn't even think about where have you been. Like, duh, makes sense. Where have you been? Of course, that's what she's going to start with. I thought it was amazing. I thought that, she, um, and, and she had those platforms. She got more of them now, but she had that platform when she, for the, um, the anti-tour, and that's how she came into the stadium. It was only one of them, but she started from the back, and that thing, that... F- came up so it looked like she was walking on air in the stadium when you're in the arena you don't see the ropes and you don't see like on tv you can kind of i mean you you could tell that it was a platform that she was hanging on except for that one shot where they got it just perfect and you can see that it looked like she's floating but when you're in the stadium those people didn't see that shit it looked like she was floating and i know that because she did it at the barclay center on the anti-tour she just had one that time she stepped it up and when she came in it literally looked like she was floating to the stage it was very dope she came in on woo and she did her little rihanna walk it looked like gliding through the air to the stage it's very dope so that's all I'm saying on, on that performance. I'm glad she's back. Um, people have continued to lose their mind because she dropped the her and ASAP Bracky dropped the British Vogue cover, which was fun. Listen, I'm not an ASAP Bracky fan, y'all know. I'm I don't, I don't dislike him. I've just never gave a fuck about him and still don't. Um, but they did an amazing cover. That was an amazing photo shoot. They both look great. The baby looks great. That baby looks like her daddy to me. If you've ever seen um Damn, what's her father's first name? Um, oh, I forgot his name. 
Um, dang, what's Mr. Finney first name? I just know his name. Anyway, is it Michael? No. Uh, whatever. If you ever seen her father, that baby looks just like Rihanna's daddy. <laughs> like, just like that man's, because her, her little brother, Rajad, looks like their father, too. And that baby looks like Rajad, and they both look like their father. Um, you know, the photo shoot was great. I read the article. It was good. Um, and, you know, apparently, oh, Lord, people, I just... This is why I be telling y'all, I just be calling people stupid, but I mean, I think it's beyond stupid now. I think people are seriously retarded because why this magazine cover with Rihanna, the superstar billionaire who has done more Vogue covers than like anybody, why anybody would question why she would be in the front of her own fucking cover. Oh, y'all so fucking retarded. Look, I'm not a fan of Aesop Rocky. I think... I, I don't understand what people's problem with him. He said something about some lipstick on somebody 20 fucking years ago. I don't understand why that is so controversial. Whatever the fuck he said, he was expressing his opinion. If you don't agree with it, fine. But it's really not that deep. He's not your fucking man. Why do y'all, y'all can't let that go? I do not understand. All that matters is that he seems to be a very loving and attentive father and baby father. And most importantly, he seems comfortable with her being the superstar. You never see him all in her camera. He's always playing the back. He's always glad to just be by her side. He seems very proud of her. He was in, he was on the grass. Like I would have been like a regular Degla fan cheering and, 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 um, videotaping her, they have been friends for a very, very long time, they've been, they, Rocky, like I said before, I think the only person that she's been friends with longer than Rocky is Chris Brown, but I'm not even sure, it might have been around the same time, I'm not even sure if that's correct, I think it is though, but they've been friends very, very, a very long time, and they just recently started messing with each other, so, I mean, you know, well, not, whenever they started, I'm just saying, they was friends, they was just friends for way longer, at this point, then they have been together. They they've been for I because I I've come on here before. Every time she be in a picture with him, oh they together. And I'm like y'all, they they friends. They always do that. She be he be in her shows. She be in his videos. Like that's they that's just what they do. Um, but he seems to be a very good you know attentive father. He seems to be very proud, and that's all that matters. And y'all just gotta leave the man alone. But I personally don't think he's fat. You know, y'all keep telling me he's this fashion killer. I don't really see it, but whatever. Like who cares? Doesn't matter. The thing that's important that that I'm just saying, there's a lot of people got shit to talk about this man on 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 the cover of the magazine with the, the mother, his child, and his child and his other child that we found out now because she's pregnant. Um, don't even know what they baby daddy is or plural baby daddies don't know their last name, their first name, they nothing and got all this shit to say about this woman and they might even be married for all we know because Rihanna keeps her business so who knows they may it don't you know it, they could have went down to Barbados and had a little ceremony we don't know um, but even if they didn't who cares um, that's their family and they together so uh, congrats on them. I thought it was a nice uh, photo shoot. I thought the article was was nice. Um, and you know, look, that's that's gonna be. I don't I don't care about the family. I don't care about that's gonna be my baby forever. I don't give a damn. Moving on. Um, and I just want to touch on this. Damn y'all, this probably won't be that long because I really don't have a whole lot to say. Um, this probably won't be. 
that long. Oh, now one more thing while we on Rihanna. Just just one more thing. The the reason that y'all really get on my nerves with that performance shit is because Rihanna is a different kind of artist. No disrespect to anybody else's favorite. But but y'all the the the, the people that y'all claim are setting these bars and paving these ways and setting the example no they're not the one who is doing it is Rihanna and the way you know that is because the anticipation for her coming back was so high every artist that has come out since anti has been trying to do her sound okay she does makeup she does fashion. Her talent is that she has an eye. She has. She is creative. Everything that she does looks amazing. Everything that she's a part of is high quality. That that that's a different kind of artist. There's not many like her. You have. I'm trying to think of who else. The closest I can think, like Kanye, but not even. But just the fact that he's in. There's not some artists just like Prince. Prince was a performer, right? Prince didn't do clothes. Prince didn't do cologne because that's not his thing. He just started. He just and nobody wanted it. He just stuck with music. There are certain creative people that they're creative. That's that's their talent. It's not that they're the best performer. It's not that they're the best singer. Rihanna had you know why Rihanna has one of the best catalogs in music because she has a fucking ear. There has been Antonio um, Reed said it, but there has been article after article of how producers when she's making her albums, it be producers, a list Timberland like producers waiting to be able to play something for Rihanna to see if she's going to pick it. There have been other artists that have hit songs, huge hits, that were given to Rihanna first that she passed on. Miley Cyrus, and you can hear it when they sing it too. Miley Cyrus, Adore Me is number one. Miley said it. She was like, yeah, they gave it to Rihanna. Rihanna ain't won it, so I took it. Miley made a big hit out of it, but you can hear that that was written for Rihanna because Rihanna probably heard Stay or something else that she was like, no, it's this one for her. Um... A couple of them Saya songs were written. Chandelier was written for Rihanna. Rihanna said no, so Saya may took it herself. But like she has, she she is a she is an artist with an eye. She ha, for for different. She that she made that show visually stunning because she understood I'm in a stadium with all these people and it's also going to be on TV. So how do I make it look amazing? Y'all the same ones that was complaining about the weekend running through that maze on his set said that I I I mean it was okay. I like the weekend. Y'all don't whatever. Y'all was the same ones complaining, but now when you got somebody to like put a visually stunning show on, it was lackluster. Like what are you talking about? I don't understand y'all. Like, you know what? Rihanna's just not for you. If 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 every time you see her perform, as fucking amazing as she is, and as much as her screams go up, and as much as her views go up, because clearly y'all motherfuckers are in the fucking minority, everybody else thinks it's amazing, then maybe she's just not for you. That's okay. It's certain artists that's not for me. I don't like Elvis. I don't like the Beatles. There's plenty of people that think they're the greatest artists in the world. I don't want to see neither one of them. Give me the Rolling Stones, and I'm good. I don't want to see neither one of them niggas, okay? And then she's just not for you. Her style, what she brings, is not for you. God damn. 
You think this lady with this number, with all these number one hits and top ten Billboard hits and the made billions of dollars and 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 set the stage for all these young girls that's yodeling and trying to put on these fake accents? That you would think that'd be enough? No. Oh, she's not giving us thirty five points. She ain't never gave you that, and she never will give you that because that's not her show. That's not what she does. That's not what her draw is. Okay, we don't go the Navy, the Rihanna fans. We don't go to Nan show expecting that or wanting that. That's not what Brianna brings. We want to see Rihanna in the middle at that microphone singing the fucking songs we love. That's what we want to see, and it's amazing. All two hours of it. All right, moving on. Um, so I'm, you know, the Grammys is a little late now, but I just want to say I told you on August that they were gonna get that album of the year to Harry Styles and, and I knew that they were going to do that and this is why and again I got to go back to the delusional Beehive fans y'all are so fucking annoying it is not a personal vendetta against Beyonce listen I hate to break it to y'all but all the rest of us who are not in the hive and who just you know enjoy her talent but we're not delusional listen Lemonade was not that great and I think enough people now it's been enough years more people are admitting it that's it had four songs on it once you, and, and the second half was nobody wanted to hear it okay it was not that great she has not had an album before Renaissance that, in most people's opinion, was all this him and the hall about album of the year that y'all have been doing. But beyond that, the re- this year she did. This year she absolutely did. And and the reason that she didn't get it is not because she's Beyonce and they hate Beyonce and if she doesn't if she came from a broken home and also stupid ass shit. That's not it. They have always been doing this. They do it going back because like Eminem said, they give, they being the committee, they give it to what they want to give it to. So they riding around listening to these old white people, riding around listening to Nora Jones, and that's what they give album of the year to. And to the whole world, that's ridiculous because no disrespect against Nora Jones, but bitch, ain't nobody was going crazy about no fucking Nora Jones. Eminem took over the world. Eminem had the biggest album in the world. Michael, like Janet Jackson. Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, that chick had a run that was sick, and y'all gave it, we don't even know, the fact that half the time we don't even know who's getting the album of the year, it's not about Beyonce, I knew she wasn't going, because this album, it was too, the problem with the Grammy committee, and what people are complaining about, is that you motherfuckers are very, for y'all to be in charge of this award, y'all seem to be very detached from what everybody else is listening to, because it's the way this Renaissance draw, and I knew that I know it's this because they gave her best dance electronic album. Ain't one nothing electronic about that damn album. That's a fucking dance album. But to these white people, they that's not they not listening to Renaissance. That shit was too black. It was too gay. It was for people that was outside. It's for people that's in the streets. It's for people that's in the clubs. For people that it, it, people that are in the culture. And that's the issue with the album of the year every year. They don't give it to the album that had the most impact. How do you see an album like Renaissance come through? These motherfuckers is losing their minds for these fucking tickets. I gave up because, baby, listen, I'm not spending that kind of bread to see you. I, I, I wanted to be a part of, you know, a part. I wanted to in, just one time enjoy, but... Again, I'm not a huge fan like that. I'm not in the beehive. I'm not. For the tickets that I wanted, I'm not paying that kind of money. And I'm also not paying the kind of money they wanted for the higher-up tickets that I don't want anyway. I don't go to I don't go to nobody concert sitting up that high. It ain't worth it to me. And I'm damn sure not paying $500, $600 to sit all the way up in the air. So I, I bow down. Y'all have fun. But you can't. 
this she had fucking renaissance parties all over the countries. Celebrities going, everybody was going up for this motherfucking album. This album hit like a fucking nuclear bomb. And for you, how how do you give it to Harry Styles? Yeah, and I and I and I know why. And I, this is why I told y'all in August. I was like, Harry Styles is a regular saccharine pop making white dude, but he's putting on dresses and they're building him up to be this Mick Jagger. He's faking like he's bisexual. And to them, that's edgy to them. That's edgy. Oh, look, this is so cutting edge. It's not, it's fucking white as fuck. And this album is nice. Don't get me wrong. It's a nice pop album. It's not album of the year. And it wasn't even better than bad bunny. It's other, it wasn't better than Adele. It's categories. It's other albums in the category that it wasn't even better than, but I knew they were going to do that. I said that I was listening to that Renaissance this summer and I was seeing like listening. Okay. This is giving ballroom. This is giving, you know, eighties and seventies. And when we was out dancing, it's giving a little bit of cocaine. It's giving, it's, it's, it's going back to an era when black music was was the predominant music before these motherfuckers was able to cross over and when we had Soul Train and all that shit, when they wasn't a part of our shit. That's what it's harkening back to, and that's why they're not going to give it to her because it's too real. It's too much of the culture. It's too dead on point for what built that music industry to what it is now. And what they do, like Eminem said, who is a white boy, he said what they do is because they want to get their, because y'all got to understand, and I've said this before, when I was little, before Prince and Michael Jackson, nobody watched the Grammys like that. The Grammys would give out awards like best piccolo performance or bet like it was some bullshit we would watch the soul train awards we watched american music awards because that's where you go that american music awards goes off sales so that's where you saw the popular artists you saw the michael jackson you saw the prince you saw the run dmc you saw the duran durans because that was going off the sales and we watched the soul train awards and we watched the um the uh I don't think they had the BET Awards back then. It was just Soul Train Awards. But that's what we watched. Nobody watched the fucking Grammys because it was white shit. It was boring-ass shit. And their ratings were terrible. And then you had the MTV... That's what it was. The MTV Awards. All these other awards was blowing them out the, out the water. So then they started... They didn't want to recognize hip-hop. That was a whole thing. Like, this is a goes back a long way with the Grammys. They are dis connected, they a bunch of, that panel wrote, votes for what they want to vote for, and that's why they gave that shit to Harry Styles, that was ridiculous, and there ain't no disrespect to Harry, the album is nice, but, and, but, but what makes it so bad is I want, like, she's so obvious that she wants that, that, that award, and I just want to be like, mama, it's not that important, you really acting like the white man's ice is colder, because do you understand, Mariah has not gotten that, Bob Marley, these are, uh, Bob fucking Marley, there are, Elton John, there are so many goddamn world-changing, monumental, the time before them, and the time after them, you have to talk about, like, ass artists, Madonna, Elton John, Bruce Spring, all these people have come through, and they don't have a lot of Grammys, and it doesn't matter, because they are iconic, it's not even, I mean, when you're talking about a Bob Marley, you can, I mean, you can say icon, but, like, because it ain't no other other word to describe what the fuck he is, he's, this man is known all over the world, you could, you could, you could be in any country and play something from, I don't know, Steer It Up or, or No Woman No Cry or, or any one of Bob Marley's songs and everybody will know immediately that song word for word. That's how big he is. And he's got like two Grammys. 
Mariah said they got, she was like, I got tired of them playing in my face when I was on my run and I had all these number ones and I had the number one album and I had the song in the 90s and I had this and I had that after this record label and I beat me in my head and trying to, trying to fucking run me out of town because I want to do hip hop and I'm trying to tell them that if you just please trust me, I know what the fuck I'm doing and, and I'm blazing up the charts and my album is everywhere and they not, and they giving it to whoever the fuck they giving it to, she was like, I was done with them. I'm not going out there in the moves and schmooze with them people for them to give me this goddamn award, for them to bring my fucking ass to sit on the front row for their ratings and, and play in my face, and she don't go. Because who gives a fuck? And she said it all the time, bitch, I'm in the Songwriter Hall of Fame. I got all these number ones. I got all these top tens. Like, you, that's, that's, I mean, a fucker, who cares about a Grammy? You can't. You can't mention music, you can't mention pop music without mentioning my name. You can't mention songwriter, song of the year, this of the year, that of the year. You can't mention Christmas, bitch, without mentioning my name. So I don't even fuck about no fucking Grammy. And Beyonce is like her and Jay and all these new, like, y'all be real thirsty with it. Fuck them. You don't go no more. Stop playing. Like, it don't matter. It's it, it's just really, it's just really the white man's ice is colder. Oh, if we don't have this Grammy, we don't matter. Girl, that, that, that album, I bet you with somebody right now still sweating it up in their apartment, pacing the floor, still trying to get tickets to one of your shows somewhere. I don't even know because I didn't have a city card. I didn't have to be all the pre-sale shit I ain't have. I was just waiting on the regular, regular joint. I don't even know if that's came yet because I don't give a damn. Like I said, I'm not paying that, that money. God bless y'all, but I'm not. Um... But, you know, that's the impact. It was so egregious that when you won the award, when when he won the award, everybody in that goddamn auditorium was quiet with a straight motherfucking face. Like, I mean, trying to be polite. Even Taylor fucking Swift, trying to be polite. But everybody's just like, I know they feel like, all right, this is for real? Like, are y'all serious? Everybody in that room was shocked and stunned. Like, and one of her little rude-ass friends, fans, yelled out. But, like, I mean, girl, you like, y'all just, it's just stop being so thirsty for it. Year after year, Lemonade, I'm sorry, baby, Lemonade was not the album of the year. Like, it just wasn't. That album was just what, Adele's album was way better. And so, and we all know, the best album that came out that year wasn't even nominated, which was Rihanna's Anti, which is a classic fucking album that everybody says. And one of the best of the past 20 years, everybody says. It wasn't the best albums, and 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 it's been albums before. They just they, I mean, they were good, so they were nominated. But y'all acting like it's just this big conspiracy. No, she just they do it to everybody. This year, she should have won it. She absolutely had the best album of the year. She ain't have it before, so it's not a conspiracy. But it is something that they. It's two different issues. They do it to everybody. They ain't just do it to Beyonce. They did it to Mariah. They do it to Eminem. Eminem t- spoke about it the best, I feel, and articulated it the best. And he's a white rapper. And he was like, yeah, they, they, they get you. They give They already give it to what they want to give it, but they want the ratings. So they get you there and, and intimate and get you to perform like they're going to give it to you. And they don't. And now you be sitting there looking stupid. So he don't go no more. Like, you know, it's y'all was doing a lot. And, and it was just like, it just, it just gives, it just gives, I'm not, it gives thirst for white validation. I'm not, I'm not, uh, 
really there unless they give me this Grammy. But y'all not going to the BET Awards. Y'all not showing up to this. Y'all not showing up to the to the shows where the people who love you and are are not going to give you your roses and are going to give you the respect and deference that you deserve. You're not showing up to those shows. But every year you go on to begging for Grammys, and then when you don't get it, it's an injustice. And I just think that's very corny. I think that you at some point you have to understand that. Look, I came through with an album that shook up the whole world because it did and people still play I had people on that album because I was one of them playing that album like fucking crackheads could not stop playing that fucking album I can't tell you when I finally stopped playing it but it it, it was I played it yesterday I just played what I played yesterday I played goddamn heated yesterday like I still play the shit Okay, and they could that's an impact that, that I'm sorry, Mr. Harry did not have. And I'm not saying that because he was like, oh, people bought, bought his album. I know people bought his fucking album. I know people streamed. That's not what I'm fucking saying. People bought Adele's album, too. People streamed it. But that did not have the impact this year that Renaissance had. And that's album of the year. You cannot name an album, album of the year and, and ignore all the shit that, that happened around an album. You can't do that. You can't have an Eminem come out with Marshall Mathers' album, which had the whole world on lock, and give it to Nora Jones. And that's no disrespect to Nora Jones, but like, what that, that wasn't. How is that the album of the year? How? They's playing that shit in coffee shops. That, nobody wasn't playing that album like that. Like, get out of here. So that's the same thing. That's that's. But I knew it. I knew it. I said they going they gonna think that they're being edgy, and they're going to give it to the queer guy, that motherfucker's not queer, okay, you cannot fool gay people, nigga, I don't care how many dresses you put on, I don't care how many skirts you wear, first of all, you not, they trying to make you this Mick Jagger, this David Boy, you do not have the range for either, you ain't, you ain't no Mick Jagger, you ain't no motherfucking rock star Mick Jagger at all, and you damn sure ain't no David Bowie, who, I mean, it's, it's very few people have the range to do what that motherfucker did. They still trying to haven't hit it yet, okay, with his androgyny. And when he was doing it, when that shit was not popular, but he pulled it through, him and Elton John, okay, you ain't nowhere near that. You you are a straight white guy, white guy up there wearing a dress. Like, give me a fucking break. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling none of the gays. You might be fooling them grandmoms up there. Oh, he's a, he's a, he's a queer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm supporting everybody coming to that gang. First of all, if you was any kind of queer, you'd have better taste. No bisexual queer man would be dating no Olivia Wilde, okay? Give me a break. You're not fooling me. All right. Lastly... And I was I just want to say this real quick. Um, I think that these train derailments are not coincidences. Um, merely because for a few things, and if y'all listen to this for a while, y'all know I'm not gonna run the credentials down now. Just listen to another episode and, and you'll hear it. But um I I understand I understand the infrastructure's trash. I understand that the rails are trash, but to me we have seen, I think, two or three stories now just in the past couple months of people being arrested trying to do attacks on infrastructure. I think there was one in Wisconsin, I believe, where they're going to uh, attack the uh, electrical grid. A couple weeks ago, one in Baltimore. Like, these, these are things that they've been doing. And now you have these trains derailing. I can't remember another time when we've had, we've had these kind of, of derailments all back to back to back. And I don't think it's a coincidence merely because the trains that are derailing all have hazardous chemicals that when they derail, they are sending um, 
pollutants into the water. They're sending poisonous gas into the air. They're causing way more damage than a normal train derailment would be. Now, I can believe maybe, you know, because the infrastructure is trash, I can believe that maybe these four or five trains derailing all coincidence. What I can't believe, though, is a coincidence that every single train, none of these trails derailing are, are moving TVs. They're not moving ice. They're not moving cattle. They're not moving... Um, VCRs, you know, these these are not these these are all freight trains carrying hazardous materials that are that are derailing. So to me, that's not a coincidence. To me, that looks like something that is targeted, something that is on purpose, something that would be an attack on the infrastructure designed to cause as much harm as possible. It is not hard to derail a train. Any of us little feral Gen X kids who might have used to play outside on the railroad, putting nickels and dimes and quarters on the rail track to see the train smash them, and you 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 can you. It doesn't take much to um, uh, mess with a rail to do to do, to derail a train. Okay. Um, they have little, that's why they had all those signs tell you to keep off the rails. You look at the race, you see how smooth they are. It doesn't take, you can just like get a, um, crowbar or put like a little, you, you can dent one of those rails in some kind of way that when that train comes over, it'll, it'll jump off the, the tracks. It's not hard at all. I, I think these are coordinated attacks. I think they're part of the attack on the infrastructure. I think that law enforcement needs to be way more proactive, but good luck because you have a, a, a attorney general who just is not doing anything, investigating after investigation, but we can't charge, no charges ever brought against anybody despite all this evidence. Um, I think Joe Biden needs to get rid of him. I think it's weighing his presidency down. I think it's a big part of his low approval rating because people are like, what the fuck? All of this crime and corruption and we don't see no indictments. We saw this motherfucker call this, this, this mob to the Capitol on January 6th. We watched him do it on fucking TV and there's been no indictment and no charges. Like, no, what is... What is going on? So, um, yeah, I, I think that's what it is. And, 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 and I think that I don't know what all has to go on for them to figure it out, but they, I think they need to be more proactive. And, um, you know, I, look, like I said before, I, I did investigations. I did until I did all this shit, and I know what it looks like. And if you're getting these people that are attacking the infrastructure, that are try, attempting to attack the infrastructure, they're not doing that on their own. They didn't come up with that on their own. There's clearly some kind of coordinated plan or some kind of website or I don't know, something that they are going to to get these ideas, okay? Because it ain't just let's go attack the, the power. Like, that's coming from somewhere. And it seems to me when you're getting these people, you should uh, interrogate them and lean on them and get them to tell you where they got this from, who they were talking to, what else have they heard, what other chatter, and I just don't see that that's occurring. And the reason I say I don't see that's occurring because I think that these train derailments are related. I'm not saying that they, again, the reason I say I think that they're coordinated is because it seems awful coincident. Okay, you got four or five trains derailing. Okay, it could happen. The infrastructure is trash. Okay, but all of these trains that are derailing in, in strategic uh, locations where they're falling to rivers or they're falling into, they're polluting rivers or they're, le they're leaking gas into like populated areas. These are all hazardous material trains. The odds are, if it's just random trains going back and forth on these same rickety raggedy ass rails, there's no sofas, there's no trains carrying, there's no passenger trains overturning, there's no trains carrying sofas, there's no trains carrying bricks, there's no cattle trains, there's only these hazardous material trains that to me is suspicious that to me is something that she looked into because i don't see how that's a coincidence five fucking times and they all happen to be carrying hazardous materials but 
Look, I've been out of that work for a long time. Maybe I don't know. All right. So finally, <laughs> and I told y'all I was going to tell y'all this story on the timeline. So I just got to tell you because it's, it's, I'm going to, I'm not including any names because I don't know. I, every day I meet somebody who listens to this and I had no idea. So I don't know. Somebody might be listening to this. But I, um, so my barber that I go to, some of y'all know where it is, who he is. He's not famous himself, but he's, he's one of those, uh, connected people. And, um, his barbershop is one where, you know, on any given day, a DMX rest in peace or Bismarcky rest in peace or, or, or black Rob rest in peace, or, you know, a Eve might walk in because, um, you know, back he's, he's a connected guy. Like he knows a lot of people, um, um, uh, so it's just one of those shops. So I had to tell y'all that to set this up. So it doesn't sound quite as crazy. So a few, so my barber cheats on his wife. Okay. Whatever. Not my business, whatever. But I had to say that because, um, and we're in, and, and so, you know, you have women coming in and out and he, you know, I don't know. One day he just decided to start showing me like, I think it's, I showed him a picture of somebody that, I was talking to at the time and he was like, Oh my God. And I was I don't know. Like, it's weird. I don't know if it's me. I don't know how to take it, but like whenever I show people or, or I show up with somebody that I'm either like not with a day, whatever people seem to be so shocked that they're good looking. And I'll be like, I, what is it that you anyway, whatever. So I showed him a picture of somebody and he was like, oh my God. So ever since then, I don't know, I guess we was cool then. Um, he starts showing me like all his joints, right? So a few months ago, and I, I can't, we was, me and him was both trying to figure out when it was. We couldn't figure out when it was, but it was a few months ago. I want to say it might've even been summer. I think it probably was summer because it, it just probably was. So he does appointments now, right? So when you go in there, it's usually not a lot of people in there. The, his um, barbers that work for him, they take walk-ins, but he does appointments. So it's not like it used to be when you walk in, it's just a barbershop full of niggas. No, it's usually empty because, you know, you come in at your appointment time and you be the only one in there. So this this time last summer, I walk in there, and when I walk in, it's these two women sitting on it out in the, um, his, 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 his chair is in the back, like in his own little area. Um, and he put it back there because he was, like, crying so bad and hard. He used to be right in the window. But he was like, man, this shit in Harlem now. I ain't got time. One of these niggas trying to run in here, trying to rob her. Or, you know, you never know, shooting and I get shot through the window. I ain't got time for that. So now he's in the back. So, um, walk in there and these two girls sitting there. So I ain't paying them no mind because, you know, I was like, it, and I thought they had just, you know, it's women in there sometimes with their kids getting a haircut or whatever. I didn't even notice. I, I just, whatever, walked in there. So I get in the back. He's like, so, you know, we chit-chatting or whatever. He like, yo. Um, he was like, yo, shorty, shorty trying to hide. And my barber, he's, I guess he's good looking. I don't know. He's, uh, uh, he's, he's not ugly. Right. So, um, um, he's, he's mixed. Like he's half white and half black too. So he was like, yo, she, she's looking at me. Like she's trying to holler. And you know me, I'm like, niggas generally think everybody's trying to holler. Think any girls looking at them think, you know, so I, that's where I'm at with, I'm like, uh, she ain't, she was looking back there though. She was her, her and her friend were constantly like constantly looking. So at first I'm like, oh, nigga, she just, they just looking around. But then after we sit in there and I'm like, okay, wait, she is kind of looking. And then she starts, she kept getting up 
to try to go over, like, you know, finding shit, like, she, oh, can I use the bathroom? Like, she did, she was getting up a lot, right? So I was like, all right, maybe. And then, like, the other dude, they was, they was good-looking girls, too, or both of them. And then the other dudes in the barbershop, me and, me and my barber, we, we, we was laughing because you saw the other, like, the one dude. When You know how niggas act, start acting when it's good-looking women around? One dude, he going to the window, and he acting like he dancing in the window, but you ain't dancing. You trying to get these girls to look at you, right? So we, we was laughing at that, right? So then his other, the other barber, who's his friend, came over and he like, yo, yo, I think they, I think they dykes. I think they trying to give. So now I'm in the chair like, oh my God, y'all are really jumping out the window on these two girls. That's really just sitting here. So, um, his friend goes over, starts talking to them, comes back, turns out they're from London. She like, he like, yo, they, they visiting Harlem. They from London. They staying around here and they just trying to get a feel of the, of the, of the area. That's why I had walked in the barbershop. They wasn't in there for no reason. They was just like, oh, we're in Harlem. This looks like the place to be walked in there. So we, I'm like, oh, okay. So, so, um, you know, he goes back over. Well, I don't know what he was saying, whatever. But then she comes back over and she's like, hey, can you shape up the, you know, my neck or whatever? Like she had, I can't remember what her hair was. They look like Indian or something, right? They was from London, but they look like Indian or Latino or something like that. But they was British. I don't know. However, they come over there. So, um, she was like, yeah. So, so now I'm like, all right, yeah, I think you're right. She, I, like, I know how, I know how chicks act when they trying to, Holla. And she was, she was definitely doing that. So I'm like, all right, he's not really tripping. She, she is trying to do this. Right. So then, um, his friend come over, he like, yo, both of them, both of them. We trying to hit both of them. So then he asking me and I was like, oh, she was like, you think they're girlfriends, they travel together. I was like, I don't know. I'm just sitting there like, I can't tell all that. I don't know. So, um, so that, so this, so this is the six months ago, whenever so this all had, we, that goes on. Right. So he's like, yo, I'm going to get a number, and I'm going to see what's up. So I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm not thinking nothing about it. So lo and behold, last, when I get my hair cut, last, last Saturday, you know, I usually do it on Friday, but this day was Saturday because he ain't had no appointments on Friday. Last Saturday, I go in there, I walk in, and he's like, yo, guess what? And I'm like, what? He's like, remember, the, remember that remember from last summer, that girl from, them girls from London that was in here? And I was like, yeah, I remember. She's like, yo. She coming to see me. And I'm like, what? He's like, yo, she, she coming to see me. She flew back here to see me. And I'm like, what are you talking about? How she, what do you mean? And he's, he takes me through. He's like, yo, he's like, but I got to tell he's like, what you think about this? So he tells me, he's like, his, he, his wife was giving him a, a, a back massage. She was like, yeah, you know, he, she gave me a back massage. He was like, everything going good. He said that all of a sudden she leans down on my ear like, oh, so now you like redhead girls, huh? What's, what's, what's going on with the redhead girl? We going through this again? And I'm like, huh? And he said, yo, the girl from London that's coming to see me, he shows me, pulls his phone out, shows me an Instagram page. She got her hair red and red braids now, like these long red braids. She was like, look, she's talking about her. Her hair is red. What you think? And I was like, oh, my God. I said, so I was like, I was like, well, how, how did she figure it out? He was like, cause you know, I liked a couple of, I'm like, nigga, you liked her. How you going to be liking pictures on Instagram, bro? Like that. Oh my God. She in your phone. He was like, no, but I got it. I'm like, look, I don't care what, whatever codes you got on there. She got that shit figured out. Cause she's in your phone. Like that's exactly what she taught. And you liking pictures. Like, oh my God. Like you can't be like, you got to hover. Like you married. You can't be liking, like, I understand you following all these girls, what she do. But you can't be liking the goddamn pictures, right? He like DM or favorite. Don't be liking. This nigga's liking pictures. So we sitting there, we talking about this, how the girls come to get it, how, you know, 
kicking, you know, just whatever. How about the girl walks in? The same girl from London and her friend walk back into the barbershop while I'm back in the chair. Like, this the last time they was here, I'm in the chair. Here she come back. And it was funny because me, he said she was coming to see him. But she, he ain't, I don't think he knew she was here yet. And he, he was kind of saying it like, because he was like, so what you think? You think when she get here, I should ghost her? And I'm like, nah, nah, like, fuck it. If she, if your wife already know now, I mean, you know what? She came all the way from London. Don't do that because she might be a problem, right? Like, it, like you know, I look, cheating nigga shit, I'm just, I'm just saying. I was like, you know, if she, if she come all the way out here from London to see you and then you ghost her from London, like she, and you like, she can ease just as easily go back on your page or find your wife, whatever. I was like, if I was you, I, w- I would just go through it. If your wife knows, she know. If she don't, she don't. You liking pictures that you fucked up. And I was like, and then you not even liking family pictures. Like, you liking titty pictures. Nigga, you, if you want to like a picture, like with her mom, you know, hold some pictures and shit. So anyway, she comes back in. So it's funny because as soon as she walked through the door, me and him, like two chumps, we just get immediately silent. We were just like, so clearly we was like, it's like, oh shit, clearly we talking about you. Cause as soon as you walk in, we both quiet as fuck, right? So then we like, oh shit, we fucking up. So we start talking again, right? So she comes walking back, right, like straight back there. Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. So I'm sitting there like, oh my God, like what are the odds that this same, this is the same girl, they both back and I'm back in the chair. Like how is, how did this work out? Like this is crazy. And so, you know, they chit chatting or whatever. So he finishing me up and, um, you know, so I could leave and go out and they, and they do whatever. So, um, like she, she said she was going to go to the store. So, so right when she went to the store, he was like, so you think I shouldn't go? So I was like, if I was you. That girl then came all the way from London, her and her friend, then came into the shop, clearly to see, it's not like she visiting this time, like she clearly came to see, she told you to come to see you, and she came to see you, and she came in the shop, and if you ghost her, that's, I wouldn't do that if I was you, I, I clearly your wife ain't, you know, that upset or whatever, you know how to deal with your wife better than me, you just deal with it however, because I'm sure this ain't the first time, but that girl might make problems for you, so if I was you, Whatever y'all got going, I would just do it and just stop liking her pictures and all of that shit. So when I go back this next week, I'm gonna see what happened. But that's the barber cheating scandal. But it was just like I was like, what are me and him when she walked in that shop? Me and him just both stopped. Like he was like, yo, what the fuck? You was here the last time she was here. I was like, yes, like, like yes, I was. He because he was like she said he he she said she was coming, but he didn't. I don't think she was, like, updating him. I think he was just like, oh, okay, you coming, cool. She, he didn't really know she was coming. She walks in the barbershop. I'm like, we was both like, er. <laughs> like, oh, shit. And she did have the red hair. So, anyway, that's my um barber cheating story. I'm going to go next week and see what happened um, and see, you know, because the other friend was there, too, so I don't know if he got a pop. I don't know what happened. Whatever, it ain't. Look, his his wife, she clear, that's his business. Clearly, she know whatever that's on her. But um, I just was like, what are the odds of that? And how did I get mixed up in the middle of this shit? And she talking to me, hey, and I was like, hi, like, oh, oh God, like, <laughs> I don't want to be in the middle of this shit. So I was glad he was like finishing my shit up so I could get the fuck up out of there. But anyway, that's the story. That's all I got for y'all this week. Um, you know, um. Yeah, that's 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 all. I ain't got no I ain't got no smooth outro. Like me, rate me, tell a friend. Thanks for listening. I appreciate y'all. 
Um, and yeah, see y'all next week. Peace.